A novel look at quarantine, this period of time during the coronavirus of stagnation, reflection, frustration, integration. It's a period of time allotted to us in order to occupy this space, time and space. Great Father, time, Big Ben, the clock, Saturn, which is activated at this time in the sign of Capricorn, where it is exalted in Joytish astrology. It's in Aquarius in the tropical where it also rules in both astrological approaches. Saturn rules Capricorn and Aquarius signs. So this stagnation is very strong. What is Aquarius but the collective, the collective consciousness? It's really in a holding pattern, stagnating and bringing up things that we saw, we knew, we had swept under the carpet, but the light of the sun, Father Time, is showing us during this time of quarantine what's under that rug and what we have to clean up. But in order to do that, we have to work with Mother Moon. Great Mother Moon is represented by the moon, of course, but specifically in relationship to us, like our sun sign, we all have unique sun signs. This is the season of Leo, where the sun is exalted at this time of recording in both the Western and the Vedic. There's a period of time where both overlap. There's a 24 degree difference with Vedic astrology, 24 degrees in precession. And so we're in the early signs of Leo now in the Vedic and things are starting to heat up both planetarily and internally with this great mother space represented by the moon and the lunar nodes, which are also in both the tropical and Vedic at this time. North node Rahu is in Gemini and the south node K2 is in Sagittarius. It will be shifting in a little over a month in the Vedic, the end of September into Taurus, Scorpio. But until then, now, we're killing time. 
And this time, this great father energy, this son energy that we're killing is what needs to be cleaned up under that rug. It is apparent, blazing brightly for all to see. We've known for a long time we needed to fix our voting system in this country. It's always been a problem. The root of it was problematic because the foundation of the law said all men were created equal. But the actual practice of life, the political life, has never matched. And so that's apparent for all to see now. And we're finding ourselves either seeing that and saying, yeah, that's the way it's always been and that's the way it always should be. That's just the way it is. That's America. That's Budapest. That's Israel. That's England. That's Fiji. That's Peru. That's wherever we find ourselves in the world. And then there are those of us who are killing time by allowing that inner space of reflection to be revealed to us. And that that is within us that does not align with our outer life. We are living in alignment with our basic fundamental truth and we are walking and living that to the best of our ability in our outer lives. And so this revelation this inequality we've known for a long time we've needed to be better stewards of our environment we are only guests here earth is not our home we've known that and now it is clear with the shortages and the apparent necessity of fresh Food, nutritious food that sustains a healthy immune system is apparent and will become increasingly so because others are using this time to continue deflection, denial, and rejection of what is now revealed under the rug, just complete rejection, not acknowledgement of it at all. Everything is fine. And so this alternate perception of how we are killing time is an opportunity for you to determine where you are with this time and how are you killing time. Great Father, time represents the material world. What is being shown to you in your life? What is being shown to you and how you have materially interacted with your world, your relationships, professional, personal, with your money, with your home environment, and how does that interaction reflect your internal world, your internal truth? And using this time killing 
all of the time, time represents karma, the results of past actions done through time, whether we judge them good or bad. Remember, Great Mother tells us to always know we are dearly loved divine children of the Great Mother Father God, who are never judged, condemned, or left alone. And so if we are experiencing life as a condemnation, an interaction, something, a physical experience as that, then something in our internal space is not lining up with that. It feels bad, it feels neglectful, it feels condemning, it feels judgmental. I don't feel like a divine child. Then we have an opportunity to look at that situation, what has been under our own rugs, and say, how have I created this experience? Or how have I called this experience to me? It must be coming to me to show me something I needed to know. Otherwise, I wouldn't have it as a divine child because I'm dearly loved. What does it mean for me to have this shouting match with this person? What does it mean for me to feel an intense sense of insecurity and lack and not knowing, uncertainty about myself and my future? Why is this showing up for me? What is it here to tell me? What within myself needs to align with the truth of my divinity for me to have truth in this moment, for me to have peace? It's an exercise that requires time and the space to do it. And look at the opportunity the quarantine has given us for all the space we need. Even if we are amongst people, people are kind of hibernating in their own corners of the house in this digital age. And we see that this is the kind of relationship we have created in our family life because something within us is wanting to connect with something greater than the survival tribe something that resonates with a greater part of ourselves and the searching and searching and searching online and the relationships often that we have online are closer than what we have in our home situation the space allows us the opportunity to observe this and to see what new information Am I downloading about myself, giving me very clear direction about where I need to go, as opposed to what am I ruminating on over and over and over again that has to do with the past I no longer desire, that no longer makes me feel dearly loved, divine, not judged, condemned, or left alone. What is it in my rumination that I faithfully release during this time that is assisting me with contraction? It's assisting me with letting go. This is how we work with the cosmic calculus. This is how we work with astrology and the transits of the planet through the new moon and the full moon cycle and planting seed and reaping seed internally 
in a powerful way that the cosmos supports most naturally. You know, I always tell people, the better we know ourselves, the better we love ourselves. And it's not just knowing our birth chart, knowing our horoscope, and having this biology of this, or this biography, well, you have biology as well in there, uh, our health, and Mars has a lot to do with that, the Mars placement in your chart, your sixth house, and the aspects too that have a lot to do with the biology, but the biography in the horoscope is what the soul is expressing this lifetime. And the better we know that, the better we understand our defaults. And the better we understand our defaults, like if we have a tendency, for example, to be indecisive, and we don't know what voice to believe, although this podcast really isn't for people who are um, not sure about their intuition. Um, because, you know, I know you, 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 you're not listening to it. <laughs> you know, it's not going to resonate with you at all. Um, but if it does, you do have a sense of what I'm talking about. And you know that there's this space within you that allows you to confirm things about yourself. You know, you are in enough of an observant mode, so to speak, a self-observant mode, that you have a sense of who you are and how you tend to be in the world. That's just basic, you know, uh, for Great Mother Speaks. You know, that's just basic. And from that, we can work because you can look at your horoscope with self-awareness and say, yeah, you know, I am an indecisive person and it's difficult for me to stay with a decision once I've made it because I'm curious. I'm just curious about, well, what else could happen? Well, someone like you may have very strong Gemini influences or Libran influences. And knowing that, having that confirmation gives you grace and mercy for yourself. That alone, in that one area of life, knowing just that one aspect. Remember, there are nine planets. There are 12 signs. That's just one of that matrix. And you can go forward with a lot of self-compassion with that, with regard to being indecisive. And you can pay attention to where you can see that in operation in your life and how it benefits you to be curious and indecisive at times and places in your life where it does not. And then you look at what that is in your chart. Does it not benefit you in your financial life? Does it not benefit you in your relationships? And it may be a composite thereof. 
but you're going to see in your money house what that's about. You're going to see in your relationship house what that's about and the signs that it's in and the planets that are activating that energy and that aspect. And there's more and more and more and more better. There's a better awareness. There's more compassion and there's a better awareness of who you are and what your defaults are that you are like, ah, this is what my soul is vibing with this lifetime. And then the alignment can be, okay, so when Mars hits my house of Gemini, and that is where Mercury is, and my ascendant, and so that is very powerful for me, that indecisiveness, just generally, that is how my soul is filtering itself. And when Mars comes here, that's going to be activated even more. So I'm going to really need to be on guard with those areas in my life where my indecision is causing me grief. I'm going to have to be more decisive. I'm going to have to be more, because Mars is going to force me to be decisive. The question is, will my decisions be things that help me to experience my divinity identity? feeling unjudged, uncondemned, and loved with the support of my angels and guides and ancestors? Or will those knee-jerk, decisive acts I take put me deeper and deeper and deeper into holes that is the reason I will never believe I am dearly loved? Never judged, condemned, or left alone. I am always alone. I am always. But which one is it? And so this is the level of consciousness that this time is inviting those of you who are vibing with this stream of consciousness from Great Mother that is coming from many, many sources now. Many sources now. My source and the channel from which I feed is the birthing stone. It's the birthing stone. I am what people bear down on through the process of spiritual rebirth. Whether we've heard about the birthing stone of Oahu, whether we've heard about the birthing stone of Delphi, or the birthing stone of ancient Persia, or Egypt, it is an ancient stone during the time when death rates through childbirth were the norm. It was a time in human history where the magic of childbirth and the magic of the woman was so revered and venerated that if the woman and the child survived and were able to propagate that magic, that was the powerful family. That is when women and goddesses and priestesses ran community and society. It was during those times. And during those times, during childbirth, women would bear down on something strong in the earth, a tree, a stone in order to bring that energy through, in order for it to survive, and for her to survive. 
she got the support that she needed in order to do that. And so that's what I do. I support people through that process, primarily through one-on-one -on -one and group coaching sessions that you can find at greatmotherspeaks.info. I also enjoy sharing what Great Mother channels to me about things that assist us along that spiritual rebirth process here on Great Mother Speaks. Thank you so much for listening. But above all and most of all, remember, Great Mother loves you and I do too. Why not book a moon sign reading at greatmotherspeaks.info? It's like having your very own internal homing device. Yeah, it's good to know where Venus, Mars, Jupiter, and all that stuff is in your chart. And the aspects are really important because they tell you your defaults, what you default to emotionally, what you default to in relationships and why. My specialization is looking at where your soul is evolving to. So go there right now and get a moon sign reading. It's Vedic Astrology, so it focuses on the moon. Just click moon sign reading and use coupon code POWER2020 for 35% off now.